Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Anaskovich, who is chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Sir. Peter. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Good, pal. How are you? Doing good. What's new? Uh, you know. A lot. I, <laughs> well, I guess, right? For the next half hour, we're going to talk about it. Good. Where do you want to start? I guess we can start with, uh, unfortunately, the uh, due to the COVID uh, uprising in some of the... Uh, positive test. The town's gone back to masks in town hall. Okay. So that's one of the negative things that I guess we have to say that uh, it's not always a good message to deliver, but okay. so town hall and all uh, town buildings and offices were, were going back to masks. They went back last week. Okay. Um, and then we also changed up our in-person meetings, which we just started, mm -hmm. which you guys were at right. filming. So now we're all back to Zoom meetings and uh, virtual meetings. So, oh, fun. Nah, not really, but yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's hard. Right. The Zoom meetings are hard, and yeah. it's and it's you know we thought we were there, and we'd be able to start you know doing in person, and you know it was great. It was great to be in person because it was easier to communicate, and it was easier to kind of work together, and get some uh, things done. But you know, we deal with what we have to deal with, and we go back to that, and we'll start that uh, this Friday at seven o'clock is our first uh, town council meeting that we're back to virtual. Oh, cool. You mean one today? Huh? One today? Yeah. You said Friday. I said Friday? Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday, okay. That Wednesday. That okay. Friday, Wednesday. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> so it is Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm assuming we're going back to virtual Zoom meetings for till further notice. Till further notice. Yeah. We'll uh, keep an eye on everything and, you know, we'll see how the numbers look and uh, we'll take the lead. Again, all of our decisions that we make in town, again, are made by, obviously, the town manager, yep. but he takes his lead from the health district. Right. Absolutely. You know, they're going to provide us information that, you know, we can work with and then we'll decide how to go from there but that's where uh you know carl kilduff will take his uh sure. you know his decision making from absolutely and how is carl kilduff he's doing well good yep right. everything's good um so. you know a lot of activity in town a lot of things going on and uh, it's great to see that when you're driving down you see a lot of activity and a lot of building and it's good all right well what's going well okay oh, i'll bite on that what's going on in town uh wow there's a lot land use is very very busy we have Okay. It's crazy about how many applications they were, they're taking on. Yeah. Um, but the so the old Morgan site still going strong. Big Y will be up and running by the end of the year. Okay. They're looking for a ground breaking by the end of the year, so that's okay. done. Sure. Uh, construction has started on the um, the Starbucks building, yeah. which is the one on the right hand side. Correct. When you drive in, they'll have a drive through in the back. Okay. Um, so they've started that process. So that's next up, and then at that point, uh, we're just waiting to see what happens over there. So he hasn't. There's no no more confirmed tenants that he has told the town of, oh, wow. uh, but he has working with other tenants that are interested in moving in. Okay. So we'll see what happens, but uh, nothing in stone, nothing in writing as far as that goes. Um, but at least it's great to see the big Y up and running, um, and they're doing obviously a, a great job on that building and they're moving along real quick. Absolutely, I was by th I was by there with my mom the other day. Yep, it's and then. The other big project in there, obviously, is a Unilever project, which yep. um, he has the permit and everything else that he needs to move forward with on the apartment building, mm -hmm. which is the building on the right. Yep. And then the Ponds building is, again, you know, it, it is what it is right now. He hasn't come forth with any uh, uh, master site plan. We've been told that he may. Okay. Um, he has been working with land use, working with Carl, yep. so that uh, he's keeping everybody kind of in the loop on where we're headed with that. But that will be something that will come to fruition also, just Absolutely. not any you know, firm time frame on that. Right. But the apartments will be up and moving. Yes. He's waiting to get steel to put the third floor on, on that building. Okay. So uh, hopefully that will be soon. Absolutely, absolutely. So. And now as far as, what's the school year going to look like, do you think? We don't know. 
Okay. So Board of Ed hasn't decided yet what they're going to do. Okay. The executive order from the state is that uh, masks in school until September 30th. Mm -hmm. So if they follow that, which I'm assuming they would, I can't right. answer for them. Right. Um, that's what they'll do until that time comes. School starts in two weeks, so we wouldn't anticipate any updates from the state on that. Um, and then we'll just have to follow that executive order uh, through the end of September. When does school start? Uh, September 1st, I believe. Okay. Yep. A couple weeks, they'll be back. Yeah, absolutely. More traffic all over. See, it's either oh. the summer traffic or it's school traffic. <laughs> yeah, a right. lot of traffic. Traffic all over yep. the place. So, town but a lot fun. of other developments. I mean, there's you know, there's buildings going up all over, as you can see in town. Right. Um, you know, which is good, and a lot of it is apartment related, and that's what we need. There is a shortage on the shoreline of you know affordable apartments that people can move into. Mm -hmm. um, so it's good to see some of that development going in. Absolutely. What's going on with the train station? That should be, knock on wood, same time frame, end of the year, they should be the grand opening on that. They're pretty much at the last stages on that. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, you know, slowly but surely, you know, everything is kind of moving forward. We, uh, we have the fireworks, obviously, on the right. uh, 28th of August. Those yep. will be the annual fireworks. Yeah. Um, so that'll be an event that takes place that we have things going on behind Town Hall okay. and then also at the Clinton Town Beach. Okay, so they are going to have stuff behind the town hall. Yep. So uh, they've already been permitted and everything's in place for that. They'll have okay. bands. They're going to have uh, the, the beer garden will be back again, Ooh. which I'm sure everybody will be excited about. Absolutely. Uh, so that'll be up and running. That starts at 4 o'clock, and that'll go from 4 to 8. Yeah. 8 o'clock, that stuff shuts down, and then the fireworks are at uh, 9.05. Okay. So that's uh, it's exciting for the town, too, uh -oh. that we're able to get that done, even in the midst of all this. Uh, it was canceled last year, so that, you know, that wasn't great, but so this year at least it's back up and running. And I hear they have a major sponsor this year. Their major me. sponsor hmm. that I don't want to have to plug, but it is Clinton Insurance. I, I know. I was going to say, yeah, no, we don't want <laughs> we don't want to because it's <laughs> yeah. So he, he's a major sponsor. So, uh, so Mike Coco and Clinton right. Insurance Company. Sure. sure. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how how are things how are things going with the planning of the summer summer fireworks festival? They did great. I mean, they did, uh, you know, they obviously did a big fundraisers throughout the year. Yeah. So slowly but surely, um, you know, they, they crept up to that. But again, it's an on, if it's going to be an annual thing, they want to make sure that fundraising goes, you know, on an annual basis, that it's continual throughout the year. Right. Um, you know, when it first started in Clinton, it was difficult raising the money that we needed in order to put on this show because mm -hmm. it's not, you know, it's no. not cheap. Um, no. Oh, no. And you want to be able to give, you know, everybody kind of something spectacular and that's really what it was and right. that's what we continue to do uh, so the fundraising will continue year-round um, and that would be something that uh, you know when the fireworks then come around next year we're in a good place exactly exactly so what else we got well you got you know, buildings that are going up in town yes. the corner by where the old friendlies was right um, that building has sold but nobody's come forth to planning and zoning with any um, applications for what they're going to put there. Gotcha. The building across the street um, was a mixed-use commercial, retail, residential. Uh, mm -hmm. I was at the planning and zoning meeting last Monday. Okay. Uh, which there was an application submitted on that property to, I guess, include uh, more apartments to that building. Okay. Because there seemed to be more of a push for that uh, and less on the retail commercial side. So that application was accepted at the last planning and zoning meeting. Um, across the street, we have Van Wilgens. Okay. Um, down further uh, on West Main Street, we have another development going in, which are apartments. Um, across a couple more streets, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, lots down, you have another building going up by MJ, MJM Builders, I guess, is going to be doing another building there. Okay. That's sure. apartments. So there's a lot of development on the West End. Oh, wow. Um, and, and again, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, I guess the good thing is, is it let people know that, you know, if they want to know, I know social media is a, 
is a, a big thing. <laughs> a big yeah. thing on what's happening in town. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, right. if you want to know really what's going on in town, uh, is to join a meeting. I right. mean, Zoom meetings make it easy. They're posted all over the place. Um, you know, especially since we're going back now mm -hmm. to the Zoom, maybe, you know, on the town side, getting that stuff reposted out there so that people understand they can, you know, just sign in, call in, do whatever. And it, and it is. It's very informative. Right. You know, these meetings that Planning and Zoning has in Inland Wetlands, very informative because those are the applications that, um, you know, individuals or developers are submitting to our town to do work. Right. Um, and that's will give you the true message about really what's going on in town and by the number that we see, um, you know, it, it's getting kind of big. Absolutely. And so uh, it's good to see. I didn't know Van Wilchens was coming into town. They are. All right. Yep. All right. So they will be there. They're going to have a little greenhouse there that they're doing work on that property now. Okay. Um, you know, so and then th that area again being developed is uh, mm -hmm. something else that was sort of an eyesore for a long period of time. Absolutely. Um, but at least we see some stuff moving there and going on there and it's going to obviously paint a nicer picture over there. Yep. So cleaning up Route 1, that there would be nice. Go. We also have the grant that the town got. Well, what grant? So we the, got money? We got money. All right. Yeah, we got money. All so right. the state had a uh, facade grant okay. uh, that Carl had submitted the grant for. Um, submitted a grant application to the state. We were awarded the money six months ago. Okay. Finally came through. So that is in the process now of going forward, um, contacting with the local property owners and also the, uh, the business owners to see what sort of involvement they want to do there because it's 75%, um, whatever the project amount is, 75% would be from the grant mm -hmm. and the owners or, and or the business owners would have yep. to foot the rest of it. Okay. Um, so the EDC has been doing a outstanding job. Okay. Um, you know, they've been up and running, you know, obviously for a long time, but now they got some new people in there. John Allen as chairman is doing an outstanding job, um, you know, with, with kind of pushing things forward, gonna get some new signage in town, mm -hmm. some of the older signs that, you know, obviously are disrepair that we want to fix. Yep. Uh, the facade project is going to, you know, bring a new look to downtown, uh, more conformity to what, what's down there. Um, shore or appliance, yep. that area there. Sure. Um, Grand Abitz, mm -hmm. and, uh, Body Karma, you have the, the boating company on the end, so that sort of area there. Okay. And, um, and that's what it'll do. It'll just, you know, the facades of the building um, and conformity, it'll give it more of a conforming look down that area of town. Absolutely, absolutely. And then hmm. across the street, yep. we have the old CVS, yes. uh, which was approved for a veterinary hospital. Um, so that was all resolved and taken care of at the last planning and zoning meeting as well. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, is it the veterinarian hospital that is next door to Chips? That's the one. Okay. That's the one. That's what I thought. So they'll be moving from current location to doing there. So some boarding, some grooming, but uh, the majority of it would be uh, a vet hospital. Okay. So again, another building that that's been vacant for a while since the CVS move that we now, and again, it, you know, d it's helpful that we get the new businesses in there. You know, then the upkeep of the building is a little better. Absolutely. Um, and that helps. Absolutely. So, it's exciting. Absolutely. When do you when do you think the vet's going to move? When do you think the vet's going to move? In? I don't know the time frame of it. They okay. just got their final approval on uh, last Monday. Oh, okay. Um, so at least that's going to go forward, forward, and it will happen. And then across the street, uh, a lot of people were excited to know that the. Uh, um, the coffee shop, coffee break, coffee is going to be opening yeah. up again. Yeah, that's right. So they had closed uh, due to uh, some stuff that was going on with the owners, right. the pandemic, but now they've decided to reopen. Cool. Chris, so would you mind sticking around for another segment? Will do. We'll be right back.
myth. If you get COVID-19, you'll recover after a few days. That myth is false. We're only just beginning to understand the effects of COVID-19 on the human body. As we're starting to see more and more people identifying as long haulers who are having symptoms for weeks, if not months after their initial infection. Continue to wear a mask, socially distance, and wash your hands. Together, we can keep COVID out of school. For ways to keep your community safe, go to backtoschooltogether.com. Each year, there are more than a dozen significant tropical and winter storms that threaten the East Coast. So chances are there will be more hurricanes and blizzards near here again. And between school, sports, and social lives, chances are you won't be with your kids when it happens. Will they know what to do? Ready.gov slash kids has all the educational tools and information to make the conversation easy. When the time comes, chances are they'll feel prepared, not scared. So talk with your family today. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Chris Anaskovich, who is chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Chris, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, Peter. Thank you, bud. So, Chris, we were talking in the first segment about what's going on in town. Mm -hmm. What's still going on in town that we want to tell people about? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, I mean, they're doing a grand reopening of the stop and shop. Um, down at that location down there, so that's been happening. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of it is just, I mean, the new development again is the old corn crib property yep. up on Route 1. Sure. Um, so that has actually been approved. Uh, there was a push to keep the building in the front because mm -hmm. it was a historic building. Um, so the developer kindly withdrew the application on that to have that demolished. So he's going to keep it okay. at this particular time. But oh, there'll cool. be some uh, development going on there in the back for mm -hmm. more apartments as well. So, uh, you know, that's sort of in the process I don't know have any target dates on when that's going to happen okay. uh, but that will happen uh, and um, and the other thing is that the town's going through a whole uh, repaving of roads uh, which is pretty important right uh, we did a there was a project that was down by Glenwood which became a problem because they were laying new pipes with the water company right. and so that was sort of a disaster for a long time mm -hmm. um, <laughs> a lot of bumpy roads oh, a lot of unpaved roads um, so that area has been done so those that paving job has been done and uh, we have a laundry list of roads that uh, that we actually uh, will be doing um, and it, it's starting now so that project's in, in place now absolutely how are things going down on the town beach town beach is good so yeah. uh, we have a new vendor down there okay. um, that was um, the concession stand there, the, the, the last individual left. Yep. Uh, so we were able to quickly get some, somebody in there. She Shed is the name of it. So oh. again, they're, they're down there. They're working um, and have been open down there. We've had some issues with the, the swimming at the town beach due to the bacteria yeah, levels, yeah, which yeah. hasn't been great. And of course, yeah. you know, you got to deliver the message when it's uh, 130 degrees that no, they can't swim. Of course you do. So yeah. A lot of happy people on that. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you give the message, so hopefully people understand it's nothing that the town really can do. The town is you know, processes in place to, to do it on our end, we'll do whatever we can do, but it's right. bacteria level. Health department comes in, they have to test the waters. Yep. Should they be high, we're shut down. Right. So doing the best we can to get that message out to the to the people in the town as so as quickly as possible so that they know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's been an unfortunate part of this summer. But beaches open full, um, you know, no restrictions as far as people. Okay. So at least that's you know, that's good. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. As far as other restrictions for the town of Clinton, the only restrictions we have are in public public buildings? Correct. Uh, everything else, we're just, you know, the lead is that, listen, if, if a store, business, you know, wants you to wear a mask when you go in, regardless of being vaccinated or not, we just ask you that you, you know, 
listen to what they're asking. Right. You know, we don't want to have any problems. We're no. not looking for any trouble. But, no. you know, and we don't want to mandate anything. It's not like, hey, let's mask everybody. You know, if the health district comes in and says, you know, that they recommend something, then we mm -hmm. go with that. Right. Um, for now, we're just saying, you know, hopefully people will be adult enough <laughs> to understand, you know, if you're in certain environments to wear the mask. If mm -hmm. you go into a store, you feel uncomfortable not wearing one, wear one. Absolutely. If the store says we, you know, required to have it. Absolutely. Then we just ask that you do. Because it takes, you know, it takes away from everything else. You Absolutely. know, it becomes a problem. Then, you know, next thing you know, enforcement's involved. And, you know, we hopefully we'll stay away from that. So Absolutely. far, so good. It, you know, it hasn't had any problems. But, you know, um, and hopefully the spread will die down. And, you know, this will help us so we don't have to go to that next level. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> don't want to do that no how things going on the town council what do you guys what else are you guys up to going good so yeah, okay. um where do we begin now so um senior coordinator so we, we put together a senior task force uh the recommendation to the town council was to hire a senior coordinator sure and that individual will report to the town manager right and their job would be to kind of find a way where we can get a message out to the elderly in our community number one mm -hmm. number two find places uh, and things for them to do at certain um places around town sure the library right at this point offers plenty uh, we have the annex we have other buildings in town that we can kind of go to in order to get these things done so we right. just want to the coordinator will maybe hopefully get us to the point where we know what we need um, and how many people will utilize the, um, you know buildings or utilize these uh, things that we want to put forth because this takes us to Pearson so right. what do we do with Pearson so that becomes um, you know the next of big thing on our plate mm -hmm. um, so there was an underlying deed restriction that would limit the use of that building to educational purposes or moral fortitude okay. so we're working through that uh, with the land trust to see if we can handle that and take care of that and at which point then we'll decide um, the council does the council will ultimately decide what happens with the building okay. but it's going to be a bigger process i mean personally you know i think we should be doing a lot of legwork and letting people know that if we keep the building and you know the ideas that people have put forth on what they would like in the building right. what it would cost to get that building to that you know mm -hmm. to that place right a lot of money's involved in that and where would that money come from and then if we sell the building then what you know selling the building what we what would we be able to do um, to prevent people from maybe you know doing something to the facade because it's very important to the town mm -hmm. and I, I understand in the building itself so you know personally um, you know, I'd like to be able to get a message out to everybody. If we keep it, this is what the cost then would be. If we sell it, this is what would happen. And then let the people decide on which way to go with that building. Um, you know, so, you know, that's going to be a process that's going to be, it's going to take a while to get done. And right. there's some backgrounds and reports, engineering reports maybe, or, you know, reports that we might have to put together and hire some companies to put forth some information that, so that we can get deliver that to the public. Right. Um, the other thing is our fire department. So we've sort of outgrown our fire department. Um, due to the apparatuses now okay. um, and such, they came to a town council meeting uh, last, not this meeting, the meeting before, okay. and presented to us what uh, what they need. All right. And so that's on our plate as well. So the town will, again, have to you know be involved with that. So them moving to another location, then we have that building. Right. Is that something we can utilize for something that people may have wanted at Pearson? So it, that activity is going to be a lot of work. Um, but I think we're in a great place with it. Right. Absolutely. Now, where do you, now, where do you, if the, if the fire department has to move, oh, yeah. where could they go? 
They got to find land. Okay. <laughs> so you're looking at a minimum three acres is what they would like. Okay. Um, but finding not only a piece of land that would accommodate that, but it also has to be in a location that's um, that it is allowed um, yep. because they would have to be in a location that's readily available to service to the people of the town, um, and then gain you know access in and out of it. So then they would have to build. Correct. And then you got to build a new building. Gotcha. There's some grant money. So okay. uh, there's some things that just recently I found out that hasn't been discussed yet that. Um, may be very helpful to what we're looking to do. Oh, So right. there may be some uh, some stuff out there that we'll bring forth soon. Oh, excellent. Um, that may be helpful to the town on that on that side. Because, you know, if, if they need to do it, they need to do it. That location itself where it is now, that's actually part of that building is in a floodplain. Oh, is due it? Due to new FEMA um, updates. So, you know, and it's been flooded before. And when we've had, you know, events, they've had to leave there in order to, you know, to set up someplace else because of that. So, right. um, no, but it's not to say that that building's not usable. So right. it could be very uh, valuable building to our town. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So. And what people might or might not know, the backside of the firehouse is the cemetery. Correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you're limited. And that, right. that, so that building has already been um, added onto. So there's right. an addition on it. So it's not like we can say, oh, we'll just add on to this building. No. So it's a, it is a new start. Um, it's going to be, you know, a big... A big project to, to take on, but that we need to do it, um, and we'll make sure that everything works. Absolutely. So, and other than that, town council. I mean, so the senior coordinator of that position is going to be filled okay. hopefully soon. Uh, we have a new blight ordinance that's on our agenda now. Oh, for what? Um, yeah, well, because it, it, you know everybody wanted it updated because if you drive around town, you know, it really wasn't a kind of a concrete blight ordinance. Mm -hmm. So people understood we really didn't have a blight ordinance. So now we're just pr trying to put something in place so that people understand, here's the process if you have a problem with a neighbor, um, and then these are the consequences should you not maintain your property uh, in a reasonable manner. Okay. So it's on the paper. I guess the greatest thing that our town um, is undertaking with the town manager mm -hmm. is that nowadays everything's gonna be on paper. There you go. Unfortunately, in the past, you know, everybody knows, you, yep. you know, you would change over, you know, you'd have a first selectman, and sure, do this, sure, do that. And then no matter where, you know, where it was, right. it wasn't on paper. No. So then it became difficult for us to kind of enforce these or say, hey, listen, what's good for one has to be good for the other. Absolutely. So transparency is out there. This is what, you know, we're going to do, and this policy is on paper. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's uh, one of the big things that bringing in a, a professional manager of the town um, you know, requires us to do. And it's great that he's, you know, coming up and helping us do all this as we grow. It was pretty funny the first time I met him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Remember this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I stopped by the office to see him. Yeah. And you and I and Carl yep. were going to sit down and do the show together. And then that was 18 months ago. And that was 18 months ago. Yes. And the, the you know what hit the fan. Exactly. And so then it was that like, didn't happen. all right. But it, and, and I mean, that's <laughs> what happened in a lot of stuff. Right. right? I mean, so, so now exactly. we're stuck with, you know, kind of what we have. And again, a lot of these projects that we have to push through now are stuff that we, you know, would have been working on for 18 months, but they were hard to do. Right. Because it's very difficult. The fire department, you know, when they came to us and they had to present us with what they did, because mm -hmm. they did a whole, you know, they did, you know, their due diligence right. about what needed to happen. We couldn't do that on a Zoom meeting. No. It would be crazy. No. So luckily, our first back in person meeting, they came and, and uh, presented to us on that, so at least that was taken care of. I was going to say, Zoom meetings are probably very difficult to... It's hard. Because you have, you know, who's talking, who can hear one, who can't hear another, right. whose dog's barking in the background, <laughs> you know, right. so it's... And it's like, at the end of the, you know, you, you, you think you're getting things done, 
and you have a conversation that at the end of it says, okay, I think we're going to do this at the next meeting. But then it's like, did we really come to that conclusion? Yeah, right. Because it's just, you know, it's hectic. It is. Right, absolutely. And, um, so hopefully going forward, you know, we'll have a lot of uh, activity at the, the Pearson to get that thing moving. Okay. Fire department, hopefully that'll, you know, lead it to us uh, to where we need to go on a couple of different avenues. So um, those are some of the things that we'll be working on as and a town can, council. And, and obviously with town council, and if people want to get involved in town, the town form of government, sitting yep. on boards, commissions, you yep. are for that? So what had happened was one of the first policies that we changed in town yes. um, was a policy that you no longer needed to be endorsed by your current party in order to be on a board or commission. Right. So what had happened was I brought that forth. I, that was something I really wanted to do personally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I ran when I ran, I said, you know, we're not making this politics. It doesn't matter what right. party I'm from. I could care less. You know, we're talking about a municipality, we're talking about Clinton. Right. So we're talking about what we want to do for our town. Exactly. And, you know, we need to get away from what it was before. You know, uh, the yeah. pol politics existed before because the, the winner would have been either a Democrat or a Republican, mm -hmm. and that person would have become, you know, our first selectman. Right. We don't have to worry about that anymore. No. We have an apolitical individual that will run our town right. um, going forward, whether it be Carl or whomever we hire, you know, down the road. So. You know, the political agendas and such, you know, I think should just, they need to be gone. Absolutely. You know, we don't need to worry about it. It doesn't, it doesn't benefit our town. Uh, we work together as a group. Mm -hmm. Seven of us, we have to work together as a group and make sure we're making the best decision for the people of, the Clint of Clinton, Absolutely. not for our party. Right. So the agendas need to, you know, go into the back, the, you know, the back and at the forefront is everybody in town. So everybody may not like the decisions that the council makes, mm -hmm. but ultimately at the end of the day it's not this year next year it's 10 15 20 years down the road where are we going to put clinton in that position where they're being successful okay. um, and you know that's important so Absolutely. um what we had done is make sure that anybody anytime mm -hmm. could apply for any board of commission they wanted and right. you could be politi it, political your political affiliation did not matter so right. you could be unaffiliated you could be green democrat republican it doesn't matter that's it and you put your application forth and that's that. And then the town, and then council. town council will decide on, on what we want to do. Okay. So it t relieves, releases us from making sure that, you know, well, it's got to be a, a Republican-endorsed candidate or, or a Democratic-endorsed candidate. Right. You know, and then now we have a Green Party. So very successful Green Party. We have a Green Party member on the town council. Yes, you do. Um, and they'll be putting forth, uh, you know, people on the current slate as well. So That's right. We have election in uh, November. November. Yep. yep. So... Oh. Three town council members will be up for re-election, okay. so three seats will be open. Okay. Uh, those three winners of those seats would be four-year terms. Yeah. So the council going forward, there'll never be a full, a full turnover of the council. So those three will be four years, and then our terms will be up again in two years. Cool. Chris Anaskovich, we're out of time. Thanks for some time. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Chris. On behalf of Chris Anaskovich, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night, and we'll see you next time.